Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. All right, Winnetka's own Christine Ebersol co-stars in the CBS TV sitcom Bob Hart's Abishola, which just kicked off its fourth season. She recently played Estelle in the award-winning Netflix series The Kaminsky Method, in addition to American Horror Story, Blue Bloods, and also played the role of Lucille Dolittle in the Oscar-nominated film Licorice Pizza. She's won two Tony Awards, appearing in 20 Broadway and Off-Broadway productions. Her new album is After the Ball, and to talk about it all is Christine Ebersol. Welcome in, Christine. Hi. Welcome into Winnetka New Trier High School. How often are you no. back? How often are you back here? I was back in July. Hmm. Um and um it was nice to we I was with um, my sister in law and we took like a tour of, you know, memories past. Oh, that's cool. And it was, it was really great. Yeah. We went by New Trier East and uh Trier West and the schools and the neighborhood and the town, and it was really beautiful. I want to jump in and talk a little bit about the new album, After the Ball. It's it's a new album, but singing and performing on stage is not new for you. And I read that you had, like, a club act when you were, like, 19 years old. My very first club act, not a club act, I sang in clubs when I was 20. And I was at the um, American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Because I moved to New York when I was 20 years old. Gotcha. And so that was really the first time that I ever performed in nightclubs. Um, I got together with the guy, Marty Henney, who was the, he was, he played the piano in, in the movement class. Mm. And we got together and we started talking. And so we just, um, you know, decided to do that. And so I did it. Very, very cool. But then when I did my first club act that was at um, Ted Hook's on stage, that was when I was doing Camelot with Richard Burton. So that was in 1980. So I was 27. Wow. Wow. As I say this, you're no stranger to this. And I, and I know this album for you really was kind of a, um, there was a lot of memories uh, in the songs that you chose. They're very specific, like Jerome Mm. Kern and Johnny Mercer's I'm old fashioned. Uh, uh, the way yeah. you look tonight, uh, Johnny Mercer's Autumn Leaves, Joni Mitchell's Little Green, like, you know, American classics, but all these songs have a special meaning to you, your family, your life personally. Yeah, they do. It's really about when the kids grow up and we grow old. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that kind of and how do we how do we keep going? You know, when the when the party's over, kind of, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like. When they're growing up, there's so much excitement and so much, so much going on. And then there's the quiet of, you know, after the ball. Right. That right. it's like, oh, okay, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you, like, what was the concept? Like, how did you come up with the concept for this album? Like, that's how you wanted this to flow. Well, it, was, it happened in real life. So that was the inspiration, really, behind it. Happened in real life. Three children, and um, they all left the next you know yeah uh i mean you've done broadway television is is music the guilty pleasure for you is that the escape from everything else is that you know is that the is that your one true love as far as performing yeah i don't know if it's a guilty pleasure but it's it's more sort of um my heart gotcha 
I mean, not that my heart's not in the other, but this is like the center of my heart. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I want to throw I mean, it, mm-hmm. I want to throw it back a little bit. You know, it's the 45th season coming up of, of Saturday Night Live this year. And, you know, you said you moved to New York when you were 20. You were a cast mm-hmm. member with Tim Kazarinski, who's a friend of mine here, still living in Chicago, Eddie uh-huh. Murphy. Yeah, Joe Piscopo, Brian Del Murray. Uh, you know, you co-anchored Weekend Update. That must have been a pretty surreal experience because that show was still, you know, f- fairly fresh. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, I I, I felt like I was, um, you know, not, I mean, thrown into the deep end. I mean, I know how to swim, but um, I, I was. <laughs> but I had just come off the road doing Camelot with Richard Burton and Richard Harris, and was thrown into this arena that I wasn't really familiar with. You know. Yeah, it was live performance. So I mean, obviously Broadway. That's all about well, that. Like, and- no, not live performance. It was a lot of you know. Um, sketches and improv and yeah, yeah. The, the the people that were involved in it were all from, you know, like stand up or, or, um, second city, you know, second city. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it was a very different, uh, genre, you know, and I was looking so at I felt like the, really the best way that I could really contribute to it was through the music. Tom Malone, who was the head of the SNL band, um, and Dick Eversole, that's really why he hired me, was because of because I could sing. The music side. And he wanted to add that. Yeah, he wanted to add that to um, to the program, you know, kind of thing. So, uh, you know, I think it was the third episode where I sang Single Bars and Single Women, which was a serious number in, yeah, the, yeah. in the show. Yeah. And apparently the, the phone just lit up like crazy, and um, Dolly Parton ended up recording it. That's wild. That that is wild, yeah. and and a, re- a really wild concept to to do that. But you know, Dick Ebersol, no relation, had a different vision right. for the show. I did. I think he he wanted to like you know add some layers to it. You know, add some texture to it. And, and he, so that's, that's yeah, and why you, I got hired. And you had to do something after those five years with the original, not ready for primetime players. You, you you had to deliver something different. And I was looking at the hosts and musical guests over the years, like. That you were there, like Rod Stewart, uh, uh, Bill Murray, uh, John Madden, John Mellencamp, Luther Vandross, Hall and Oates, Elton John, Johnny Cash, Olivia Newton-John, Danny DeVito, like crazy lineup <laughs> of people in one season when you think about that now, right? Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Just to have those names recalled, it's like, wow. Right? That was, that was very heady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very heady. It was also a time, I think, that season, during that season, that John Belushi passed away. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And I had just I had just seen him at a party when I was doing Saturday Night Live. I'd just seen him at a party at, a, yeah. I think, Michael O'Donoghue's apartment. Yeah. Yeah, and an original cast member Bill Murray performed and so forth. Your first movie was Tootsie, which was nominated for 10 Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Not Bad for First. And you've had such a great run in in the movies and, and on and off Broadway, you know, two Tonys. Um, but there is something different about performing on stage. You're, you're talking a little bit about Camelot. Like, it seems like you've always gone back to the stage, no matter what you've done on television and the movies. It just seems like Broadway keeps pulling you back a little bit. Back on stage. Well, those are my roots. Yeah. You know, that's where I began. You know, I was a waitress at the Lion's Rock 
and then got a Broadway show. And it was a play. It wasn't even a musical. It was a play. And I was also, you know, singing in iClubs at the time, too, when I was waiting tables. So. And that's what you do in New York. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You do clubs and you're on Broadway. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now, you know, I mean, you know, glorious career. And now four seasons in, you've been co-starring in in Bob Hart's Abishola. And it's 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 a very funny show. It's a very interesting, unique, engaging storyline that comes from. Chuck Laura, who did Two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory, Mike and Molly, mm-hmm. Kaminsky Method. I mean, it's a really funny show. Oh, good. I think so, too. You know, I'm glad you like it. I mean, it's it's such an amazing cast. That's the thing, I think, that really makes it for me. It's just such a pleasure to go to work every single day. And I just love everybody in the show on stage and off. I mean, it's such an amazing group. So I feel really blessed to, to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, you've done stage in my life, you know. Well, you know, you've done serious television before, but I mean, this is this is big. I mean, you know, once you know, Chuck Lorre's got a, a magic touch uh, on his really sitcoms, and yeah, and to 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 play this role and be in a series like this, um, you know, and, and you say in this stage, uh, you know, you're not that old for God's sake, but I mean, like this is well, really cool. You know, I mean. <laughs> I think it's most of it's behind, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. But it's cool to you be in the series. You, you never, never know. know. Yeah. 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 You, you never, never know. know. Yeah. But being on stage and working in a in a regular sitcom and it must have felt great, like you know, after the long summer break to go back and get back on stage and and see all these people. Oh again. yeah. Right. Oh gosh, yes, amazing. You know, and we also were shooting during the pandemic. Right. So. You know, I was, I just felt so blessed to be a part of this, that it just kept going in spite of everything that was happening in the world. Oh my gosh. So, well, what was really very, funny, very, very one of your, one of your, uh, one of the other folks on the show, uh, Vernie Watson, it took me a while to figure out who she was. Like I kept looking at her face going, God, she's been on something before. Oh my I... gosh, she's ubiquitous. <laughs> she's everywhere. <laughs> she's everywhere. Like I, then I finally like caught her name in the credits and I'm like, oh God, welcome back. Cotter, Fresh Prince, oh, yeah. Big Bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very funny uh, that oh, people come full and that, circle. And she still works on General Hospital. That's wild. Wow. While wow. she's doing the show, yeah. Wow. And she teaches. Yeah, you she's know what? Thing. You got to keep moving. Got to keep yeah, moving. <laughs> got to keep moving. So now the new uh, album, are you touring with the new album? Is that something that your your goal is maybe once the season's over and so forth, is getting out on the road or maybe kind of figuring that out in between? Uh, well, I'm not sure, but, um, you know, it's not, I don't really have, I'm not really able to do that while I'm doing the show. Right, right, know? right. So, yeah, we're we're still figuring that out. Very cool. Very, very cool. Christine Ebersol, watch her on Bob Hart's Abishola now in its fourth season, Monday nights at 7.30 Central on CBS, and Christine's new album is After the Ball. Christine, thank you, and I hope to see you perform the new album in Chicago, and come back more often, will you? Oh, absolutely. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. All right, Christine Ebersol. All right, Winneka's own Christine Ebersol co-stars in the CBS TV sitcom Bob Hart's Abishola, which just kicked off its fourth season. She recently played Estelle in the award-winning Netflix series The Kaminsky Method, in addition to American Horror Story, Blue Bloods, and also played the role of Lucille Dolittle in the Oscar-nominated film Licorice Pizza. She's won two Tony Awards, appearing in 20 Broadway and Off-Broadway productions. Her new album is After the Ball, and to talk about it all is Christine Ebersol. Welcome in, Christine. 
Hi. Welcome into Winnetka New Trier High School. How often are you no. back? How often are you back here? I was back in July, hmm. um, and um, it was nice to. We I was with um, my sister in law, and we took like a tour of you know memories past. Oh, that's cool. And it, it was really great. Yeah, we went by New Trier East and uh, Trier West, and the schools and the neighborhood and the town, and it was really beautiful. I want to jump in and talk a little bit about the new album, After the Ball. It's it's a new album, but singing and performing on stage is not new for you. And I read that you had, like, a club act when you were, like, 19 years old. My very first club act, not a club act, I sang in clubs when I was 20. And I was at the um, American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Because I moved to New York when I was 20 years old. Gotcha. And so that was really the first time that I ever performed in nightclubs. Um, I got together with the guy, Marty Henney, who was the, he was, he played the piano in, in the movement class. Mm. And we got together and we started talking. And so we just, um, you know, decided to do that. And so I did it. Very, very cool. But then when I did my first club act that was at um, Ted Hook's on stage, that was when I was doing Camelot with Richard Burton. So that was in 1980. So I was 27. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say this, you're no stranger to this. And I, and I know this album for you really was kind of a, um, there was a lot of memories uh, in the songs that you chose. They're very specific, like Jerome mm. Kern and Johnny Mercer's I'm old fashioned. Uh, uh, the way yeah. you look tonight, uh, Johnny Mercer's autumn leaves, Joni Mitchell's little green, like, you know, American classics, but all these songs have a special meaning to you, your family, your life, personally. Yeah, they do. It's really about when the kids grow up and we grow old. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that kind of. And how do we how do we keep going? You know, when the when the party's over. Kind. Of, I mean, you know what I mean. It's like when they're growing up, and there's so much excitement and so much so much going on, and then there's the quiet. Of you know, after the ball, right? That right. it's like, oh, okay. What do I do now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you like? What was the concept? Like, how did you come up with the concept for this album? Like, that's how you wanted this to flow. Well, it was it happened in real life, so that was the inspiration really behind it. Happened in real life. Three children, and um, they all left the nest. You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've done Broadway television. Is is music the guilty pleasure for you? Is that the escape from everything else? Is that, you know, is that the is that your one true love as far as performing? Yeah, I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure, but it's it's more sort of um, my heart. Gotcha. I mean, not that my heart's not in the other, but this is like the center of my heart. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I want to throw it, I want to throw it back a little bit. You know, it's the 45th season coming up of of Saturday Night Live this year. And you know, you said you moved to New York when you were 20. You were a cast mm-hmm. member with Tim Kazarinski, who's a friend of mine here still living in Chicago, Eddie uh-huh. Murphy. Yeah, Joe Piscopo, Brian Dill Murray. Uh, you know, you co-anchored Weekend Update. That must have been a pretty surreal experience because that show was still, you know, fairly fresh yeah um i mean it was i i i felt like i was um you know not i mean thrown into the deep end i mean i know how to swim but um i I was (laughs) (laughs) but i had just come off the road doing camelot with richard burton and richard harris 
and was thrown into this arena that I wasn't really familiar with, you know? Yeah, it was live performance. So, I mean, obviously Broadway, that's all about well, that. Like, and- no, not live performance. It was a lot of, you know, um, sketches and improv. And yeah, yeah. The, the, the people that were involved in it were all from, you know, like stand-up or... or um, Second City. You know, Second City, yeah. exactly. So yeah. it was a very different uh, genre, you know? And I was looking so I at... I felt like the, really the best way that I could really contribute to it was through the music. Tom Malone, who was the head of the SNL band, um, and Dick Eversole. That's really why he hired me was because of because I could sing the music side. And he wanted to add that. Yeah, he wanted to add that to um, to the program, you know, kind of thing. So, uh, you know, I think it was the third episode where I sang "Single Bars and Single Women," which was a serious number in yeah, the yeah. in the show. Yeah, and apparently the the phone just lit up like crazy and um dolly parton ended up recording it that's wild that that is wild yeah. and, and a, re- a really wild concept to to do that but you know dick ebersalt no relation had a different vision right. for the show i did i think he, he wanted to like you know add some layers to it you know add some texture to it and, and you, so and, that's, that's yeah, why i got hired and you had to do something after those five years with the original not ready for primetime players, you, you you had to deliver something different. And I was looking at the hosts and musical guests over the years like it, that you were there, like Rod Stewart, uh, uh, Bill Murray, uh, John Madden, John Mellencamp, Luther Vandross, Hall & Oates, Elton John, Johnny Cash, Olivia Newton-John, Danny DeVito, like crazy lineup <laughs> of people in one season when you think about that now, right? Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Just to have those names recalled, it's like, wow. Right? That was, that was very heady. Yeah. <laughs> very heady. It was also a time, I think, that season, during that season, that John Belushi passed away. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And I had just I had just seen him at a party when I was doing Saturday Night Live. I'd just seen him at a party at a... Yeah. I think Michael O'Donoghue's apartment. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, original cast member Bill Murray performed and so forth. Your first movie was Tootsie, which was nominated for 10 Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Not Bad for First. And you've had such a great run in in the movies and, and on and off Broadway, you know, two Tonys. Um, but there is something different about performing on stage. You're, you're talking a little bit about Camelot. Like, it seems like you've always gone back to the stage, no matter what you've done on television and the movies. It just seems like Broadway keeps pulling you back a little bit back on stage well, those are my roots yeah you know that's where i began you know i was a waitress at the lion's rock and then got a broadway show and yeah, it was a wow. play wow. it wasn't even a musical it was a play yeah. and i was also you know singing in iClub um at the time too when i was waiting table so and, and that's what you do in new york <laughs> right? I mean, you're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You wait tables, you do clubs, and you're yeah. on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now, oh you know, God. I mean, you know, glorious career. And now, four seasons in, you've been co starring in, in Bob Hart's Abishola. And it's, it's, it's a very funny show. It's a very interesting, unique, engaging storyline that comes from Chuck Lore, who did Two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory, Mike and Molly, mm-hmm. Kaminsky Method. I mean, it's a really funny show. Oh, good. I think so, too. You know, I'm glad you like it. I mean, it's it's such an amazing cast. That's the thing, I think, that really makes it for me. It's just such a pleasure to go to work every single day and 
I just love everybody in the show on stage and off. I mean, it's such an amazing group. So I feel really blessed to, to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, you've done stage in my life, you know. Well, you know, you've done series television before, but I mean, this is this is big. I mean, you know, once you know, Chuck Lorre's got a, a magic touch uh, on his really sitcoms, and yeah, and to 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 play this role and be in a series like this, um, you know, and you say in this stage, uh, you know, you're not that old for God's sake, but I mean, like this is well, really cool. You know, I mean. <laughs> behind you know uh-huh uh-huh but it's cool to you be in the series you, you never, never know, know. Yeah. yeah you, you never, never know. know yeah but being on stage and working in a in a regular sitcom and it must have felt great like you know after the long summer break to go back and get back on stage and and see all these people oh again. yeah right oh gosh yes amazing you know and we also were shooting during the pandemic right so you know, I was, I just felt so blessed to be a part of this, that it just kept going in spite of everything that was happening in the world. Oh my gosh. So, well, what was really very, funny, very, very one of your, one of your, uh, one of the other folks on the show, uh, Vernie Watson, it took me a while to figure out who she was. Like I kept looking at her face going, God, she's been on something before. Oh my I... gosh. She's ubiquitous. <laughs> she's everywhere. <laughs> she's everywhere. Like I, then I finally like caught her name in the credits and I'm like, Oh God, welcome back. Cotter, Fresh Prince, oh, yeah. Big Bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very funny, uh, that oh, people come full and that, circle. And she still works on General Hospital. That's wild. Wow. While wow. she's doing the show. Yeah. No. And she teaches. Yeah. You she's know what? Amazing. You got to keep moving. Got to keep moving. <laughs> got to keep moving. So now the new uh, album, are you touring with the new album? Is that something that your your goal is maybe once the season's over and so forth is getting out in the road or maybe kind of figuring that out in between? Uh, well, I'm not sure, but, um, you know, it's not, I don't really have, I'm not really able to do that while I'm doing the show. Right, right, know? right. So, yeah, we're we're still figuring that out. Very cool. Very, very cool. Christine Ebersol, watch her on Bob Hart's Abishola now in its fourth season, Monday nights at 7.30 Central on CBS, and Christine's new album is After the Ball. Christine, thank you, and I hope to see you perform the new album in Chicago, and come back more often, will you? Oh, absolutely. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. All right, Christine Ebersol.